All of humanity should gather as one. Hello. Meanwhile, let's get. Come in. Are you reading me? I don't think the. I think we're getting there, but can you try change the frequency? I know, I know, but that's how they used to do it. Uh, we've got it. They're hearing me. Yeah, yeah, they're hearing me. Okay, so listen to me very carefully. Your future depends upon what I'm about to tell you. Yeah, wait, let me start again. I'm, I'm not trying to freak you out. In fact, the opposite. I, I want to make you feel good, make you feel inspired. So look, you know about the climate crisis already. It's 2022, after all, where you are. There are floods, wildfires, heat waves, fields turning to desert, tropical diseases spreading into countries where they never used to occur, wildlife dying out, cities and entire countries under threat from rising sea levels. It, it could be easy to get a feeling of hopelessness, but that's where I can help because I'm speaking to you from the year 2122. I can tell you that we're still here. The climate crisis did not end humankind. Good news, right? But you need to know what it took to beat climate change, and that's what I'm here to talk to you about. I want to tell you all about the innovations and investments that came along in the 2020s and 2030s, the innovations and investments that allowed humanity to stop the rise in global temperatures and deal with the impact of global warming. Welcome to Climate Solutions 21-22. In this series, Climate Solutions 21-22, I want to inspire you by telling you about the new technologies that are going to make it possible for you to deal with climate change. They're amazing technologies, from energy efficiency to air travel, to digitalization and urban development and they're already being developed as you listen to this. You're gonna to have to change your own behavior so that you emit less carbon, use less energy, but you're going to have some help from these new technologies. So, hey, in 21-22, we're a lot more technologically advanced than you are, but we wanna get the message to you about all these innovations, so we have to use your technologies. Apparently you have things called phones. I remember my grandma telling me about them. Anyway, use your phone to subscribe to Climate Solutions 2122 from the European Investment Bank. Climate Solutions 2122 is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other major podcast platforms. And find out how you're going to survive. In every episode on Climate Solutions 2122, I'm going to tell you about how innovations affected a different sector of the economy in the 2020s and 2030s. This is our first episode, so we're going to kick off with the sector that back in your day, people thought of as one of the biggest climate change problems. It's also a sector where some of the coolest solutions came through. I'm talking about airlines. You're probably thinking that the days of flying around the world are numbered. Soon you'll be taking trains to your vacation destinations and maybe making a long-haul journey by boat once or twice in your lifetime. Well, you're probably going to be on more train journeys in the immediate future, that's true. But in the long term, say once you get into the 2040s, there are solutions that allow you to get around in the air over long and short distances. The thing that you and I share, even though I come from 100 years in your future, 
is the instinctive human drive to explore. We like to go places. Humans have always done it. Since the 1960s, they've done it on a massive scale. And that, of course, is part of the problem because the jetliners you get around in emit massive amounts of carbon, which contributes to global warming. So back in your time, companies are trying to figure out how to move people around in a big metal tube without emitting so much carbon. Let's look at long haul flights first. If you want to make cars emit less carbon, you just make them electric. But in your day, you can't make a jetliner run on a battery. The energy density of batteries doesn't allow that. The battery would have to be too big because a jet engine burns so much power. That's where hydrogen comes in. It has an energy per unit mass three times as high as jet fuel. It also produces more energy from a lower volume of fuel. Airbus and Boeing, the world's biggest aviation firms, are working on this even as you're listening. They're taking different approaches. Boeing is buying startup companies that have good ideas about hydrogen technology. Airbus is working in-house, figuring out how to convert conventional aircraft to run on hydrogen engines. In 2022, it announced that it would use its A380 to test hydrogen technology. Airbus also said they'd have hydrogen airliners in operation by 2035. Of course, development of airliners is typically delayed by almost a decade, so don't count on flying with hydrogen so soon. Still, it's an amazing technological change that has a big potential impact on emissions because hydrogen is created through electrolysis. And if that electrolysis is done with renewable energy from wind or the sun, say, then there are no carbon emissions. Now, that's how things develop for long-haul flights. But the experience of you living in your city and me living in mine in 21-22 are very different. Part of that is due to urban air travel. You've seen movies like Blade Runner. It looks very cute to us in 21-22, but you think it's futuristic. Well, I get around my city a bit like the people in Blade Runner, in air taxis, big drones. That's because urban developers in the 2020s, 2030s, and 2040s started to reclaim the city for people instead of giving priority to cars. When people drive cars, pedestrians have to wait to cross the road because some people drive too fast or don't pay attention. But automated vehicles change that because they always stop rather than hit someone. So with cities getting bigger and bigger and more automated vehicles on the road, it gets harder and harder to move around the city on the ground. So what develops in the decades ahead of you is this. There are fewer major airports, but lots of small airports, some so small that they're called vertiports, and they're little more than taxi stands. You fly long haul on your hydrogen airliner and land at a big hub airport. Then you take a shorter flight on an electric drone craft with about nine or 10 other people that takes you close to home. From there, you might even take another still smaller drone to a vertiport in your neighborhood. Airports will become a bit like train stations are today. But we'll talk more about trains some other time. So that you don't miss it, don't forget to subscribe to Climate Solutions 2122. I'll be reaching back to you from the future again next week with another glimpse into your future with Climate Solutions 2122 from the European Investment Bank.